Okay, hey everyone, and welcome to the Everybody Hates Their Ex podcast. I'm Ant, and this is Saba, and we were, <laughs> we were a couple for a long time, and now we're exes, but we stayed friends, so we're going to chat to you about relationships. Um, if you missed last week, you should go check that one out now, and then come back to this episode. But otherwise, this one we're going to talk about like what even is a relationship goal? What do people mean by that? And then we're gonna chat a little bit about monogamy and our open relationship, which you don't seem to think was an open relationship. So Yeah, it wasn't really. It was just the death of the a death. relationship. The yeah. death. The, the dying last breath of a relationship. Yes, exactly. <laughs> trying to stay alive. It was the, the death rattle. You know the death Horrible. rattle? Like that noise that people make when they're like on death's door and they let out that one last yeah that's what it was that's what it was all right so relationship goals what is it what does that mean you go first okay so you hear this a lot don't you really um fucking celebrities putting up pictures where they look oh so happy and it's like oh my god people are commenting relationship goals look at them they look Mm. so cute they look so pleased with each other they might be wearing matching outfits they might even be wearing matching (laughs) outfits in which case they should be shot but (laughs) anyway um are you asking me what i want what i think relationship goals are personally first of all or are you just asking well i think if we say what the term is and then and then you go into what it is for you. Like, what, what would you find is a relationship goal? Well, what I know of the term is, you know, people tend to use it when they see a relationship that has lasted a very long time, or um, one person is supporting the other and you're sort of, anything that is, you know, two people sort of supporting each other or doing cute, in inverted mm. commas, things, Uh, for each other and then broadcasting it you know you respond apparently you're supposed to respond by saying relationship goals yeah it's definitely like an influencer-led thing because you see it all over instagram like i was scrolling through the explore page the other day and there was this little video of mac miller and ariana grande when they were together and uh it was just them sat at like some sports game i don't even know what it was um and he was just like chatting to her so much and they were laughing together and they weren't even paying attention to what was going on and everyone in the comment section was like oh they were the cutest this was relationship goals all that sort of stuff so is that like cutesy it's got like an element of where it's cutie but there's also another element of like power couple type stuff where people Mm. are like you know uh, you know, Kim Kardashian might bring out like a fashion label or something and Kanye West will wear something from it and they'll be like, oh, relationship goals, they're supporting each other. So it is actually quite a positive thing really in both respects, but it's led by influencer mentalities of what people are expected to look like in a relationship. And I guess a lot yeah. of it like is surface because a lot of it is just the stuff you see on social media. It's not the stuff you see behind the scenes. It's not like you know, you don't get a full picture of what someone's relationship is like just by seeing what they're like online. I mean, my my problem is with the expectation, you know? So, mm. like, personally, I don't see anything wrong with, you know, hoping for a good relationship with someone. 
you know, I'm lucky enough to never have been in a bad relationship, seeing as I've only ever been with you, and that was Well, that's quite healthy. flattering. <laughs> well, <laughs> It yeah. wasn't a shit relationship. It wasn't a shit relationship, that's, yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's like, you know, now I would say the goal would just be to find somebody who's going to just support the dreams and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, my main problem is I don't really care. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, who <laughs> about what? cares? About, about, you know, oh, finding the perfect relationship and fairy tale happy ending and mm. getting married. Or even if it's not about the ending, just like needing to have someone there. And obviously you want that sometimes, but then... I just see it as so cringy and and cheesy and not real and not actually very romantic to be like, oh my God, this is a goal. This is something I aspire to. Mm. I aspire to be a writer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I aspire yeah. to be successful. I don't aspire to have the perfect man by my side. Mm. Or like curate this entire identity of what you want a relationship to be. And it makes it quite difficult then in a sense of trying to find someone because if they don't tick every single box of like what you want your relationship goal to be, then that you could just be sabotaging any actual good relationship that you might have in the hopes that, oh, you see this celebrity couple do this thing and that's what you want to do. And if they're not into it, you know, it could ruin like an actual good thing. I mean, what even is an actual good thing? What is a, a, a good relationship? Because it's like saying what is a good life what is a good anything what is a good career everything has its pitfalls and its its ups and and things like that you just want you know uh as much good stuff as as there might be bad stuff and you you just i don't know i mean you went very existential very quick there (laughs) what even is the concept of good What's, uh, so what I do think you think? In terms of a relationship, it's one which is supportive in terms of like your emotions and your dreams and ambitions and all that sort of stuff. But it's also like you want someone who is um, reliable, who cares, someone who will be there for you, someone that you can be there for them and that you can like build up each other up together. So it's not just like you're completely dependent on them or they're completely dependent on you surely the ultimate relationship goal is to have like two strong-minded people who've got their own identity and their own ideas of what they want to be in the future and all that sort of stuff and the things they want to do but together you're like this bigger completed more well-rounded person do you think we achieved any relationship goals do you think what do you think i think so I think probably. Like what? Like what? Well, we lived together for a long time and it was like, that was really good. <laughs> you don't look was like... It? <laughs> you were thinking it was very good. I thought was it was it? good. Were I mean, we moved in, in together, house? we moved in together way too early. Like way yeah. too quick. Like don't it had only that. been, what was it, like a year or something? And then we yeah. moved in. Because it was like, I actually had another place that I was living or that I was paying rent for. <laughs> But I pretty much just lived with you the entire time. So it was just like an empty room all the time. But um, I think that's a goal that some people aspire to. 
you know the idea of living with like your partner we got engaged um, as well didn't we yeah but that was kind of just like a joke though wasn't it that wasn't real well <laughs> should we say I the engagement story like yeah, we may as well now that you've brought it up so it was like valentine's day of all the cringy cliches <laughs> we went to the yeah. Elin park tavern uh you had lobster for the very first time and you didn't really like it yeah <laughs> and uh i'd gotten you a ring not to propose but just because it was like a really nice ring and you like jewelry See, that's why it sounds like it wasn't a joke because why would you just get me a ring there is some subconscious thing going on there no Surely. because then what happened was i was giving you a present on that date and then uh and Who then we started the and then no but then we started <laughs> joking boyfriend gives the ring as a present and he's like okay, oh, right. this it is was just engagement. a nice ring you're like taking this way too seriously uh, but um but then we started joking about the fact that it was a ring because you also thought it was a bit weird back then as well i thought it was just a nice gift all right but anyway so we started joking about that and then uh and then we were like how funny would it be if we had proposed like what would our friends think what would our family think how cringy would it be to do it on valentine's day and then you were like but what if we get like a free drink <laughs> that, oh, was, that yes. was your main drive towards it like that what if we get a free bottle thing. or something and we did so then yeah we got a free bottle of prosecco and then, <laughs> and then from that we were thinking well should we keep proposing in different places and get like free things but we never did it did we we that should have, have. we should have just we kept doing that we definitely should have kept milking that because they like the people who worked there were so happy they were they were just like oh my god these people are in love and they're getting married i can't believe it <laughs> it's happening here in our establishment oh dear <laughs> and we were just doing it for the crack <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so we got engaged. Um, I think one relationship goal that was very good was actually you encouraging me to leave university and go back into design and like to go mm. and follow that career path because that has worked out incredibly well for me and I'm very happy mm. for that. And I owe that from, like I obviously dropped out of uni and then I was just working for a while. Didn't know what I was doing with my life. Uh, and then you were just like, just go to college, just go and do that stuff again and do it in design. And I hadn't even thought of that as a possible career opportunity. I was just like, remember I was making sharks that look like people? I was just photoshopping That's like random things. That's what I noticed. Things. I said, yeah. what is this strange thing that you do? Is this yeah. called graphic design? I think it is. You're just like, normal people aren't like this. <laughs> so normal follow people it. don't sit on their computer putting shark heads on things <laughs> that's that must be creative because if it isn't yeah. it's just strange so i think that's a relationship goal to see what your partner's doing and then encourage them in that direction so that they can have a better life and a happier life and stuff i think a relationship goal for me was you making me tea every single morning that yeah. is love the little things Absolutely, the little things. Yeah. I mean, you're now a big I have to make my own gestures. fucking tea. <laughs> is it as good? It is better, infinitely. Oh. I won't lie. It it's because I never um, drank milk. Um, that fucking guy has seen my message and not replied. All right, so we're going to talk about that now. Well, yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> okay, so give us a little bit of background on this Okay, guy. so this is somebody that has been liking my photos for a while and then just sent me a bunch of messages complimenting me on something random, uh, which was a reply to a story that had nothing to do with the story. And mm -hmm. so I replied to him and then now it's kind of like he should be asking me out, but he hasn't. And so yeah. I replied in a way where I didn't ask him out because I don't want to do that anymore. I think I've asked too many guys out in the past. Yeah, and now look at where you are. And now there's silence. <laughs> so what's the relationship goal for this? What's the end point? The goal is I really like him, so I cannot ask him out. Sorry, that's not the goal. That's the dilemma. The goal is, yeah. say something subtle that encourages him to ask me out. Mm -hmm. Which I have done, and I have been rewarded with silence. Yeah. Just that horrible scene thing on Instagram, on the DMs. But like, did you see his message before then you spent a good half an hour figuring out what it was that you were going to say back? Or did you well, just took, like not click on it yet? I took an hour to respond, in which time I also put a picture on my story and then I saw his message and then took like 15 mm. minutes after seeing it to say something. Yeah. So he might just be wondering what to respond to it now, because it was subtle. And I'm telling you, Ugh. you should have went in an edgier, more antagonistic, flirty way. I am always edgy, antagonistic and flirty, and it sometimes serves me and sometimes it just really doesn't. Well, I guess this is going to keep developing as the podcast goes along, isn't it? Maybe he'll respond. But if he doesn't? I mean, I, this guy's into you. He's clearly been stalking your profile. He just liked a bunch of older photos and then he dropped you a message from a story that didn't have anything to do with the message that he was sending. So he's looking for a reason to talk to you and he's liking your old photos. People aren't just scrolling through people's Instagram, like their, their own, like just that page, unless they like are attracted to you. It was a sexy photo as well, so... There you go. It wasn't like a picture of my mum. <laughs> Alright. So anyway, that's relationship goals. Should we move um, on to monogamy? Because yeah. relationship goals ties into monogamy quite a lot in terms of like the relationship that people idealise, the relationship that people like see on Instagram and um, other social media. I don't use like any other social media, so I'm just going to keep referencing Instagram. Yeah, I don't but, use any of the other shites. Yeah, all of this sort of stuff is always monogamous couples. You never see people being like relationship goals to like uh, polyamorous relationships or to anything like no. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, people just like put it down so quick and they're like, how could this ever work? This is ridiculous. Like, And it's all quite, I guess, I want to say backwards ideas, but I also don't want to say backwards ideas because my head's full of those ideas as well. <laughs> and I really struggle with the idea of being able to be in a relationship that's much wider than just a monogamous relationship. You were never jealous. I never showed it that much. Were you jealous though? I, don't, I do not even remember a little one moment of jealousy. Like dur during our relationship or during the yeah, open Yeah, during. 
Yeah, not so much during because I think I felt like I got that you were into the relationship and you weren't gonna like leave me or something. So I never really felt proper jealousy because I never felt like anyone was a threat. I was also a lot more self-assured back then. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Why were you self-assured in the relationship and not when you're single? Maybe it was because it was your first relationship. So maybe that made me feel better that like, oh, I'm like the best so far. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing else to gauge me against. So it's not like she's thinking, oh, this is really shit. He's nothing compared to this other guy. So I'm going to leave. So maybe that was it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd been in like a, loads of rubbish relationships beforehand. So then with this one, I was just like way happier and then way more comfortable within it. But you'd been cheated on before. So you mm -hmm. surely should have been afraid. Whereas it was me that was constantly like, this bitch is going to find somebody else and cheat yeah. on me. I mean, but then it comes down to the point of like, because I'd been cheated on, I've kind of already experienced that. And I've been cheated on by like a couple of different people as well in the past. And it's, it's annoying because I've even got this tattoo that says trust no one. Like I want to <laughs> be that more hardened person. But every time I wear my heart on my sleeves, like <laughs> I just can't help that. But um, with the whole cheating thing, I think because I had already experienced it and been through it and had all that sort of heartbreak, like you hadn't and you'd never experienced that. So the fear of that possibly happening might have even been greater than what I had experienced from those those things you know people say people are like oh it's always the one that's more likely to cheat that's the most jealous do you think that's true well you never cheated though isn't it so i, don't, I mean in our experience that's not true i can think of a few people who <laughs> and i can see your mind ticking away were very <laughs> jealous and um and also cheat. We're, we're cheating, yeah. So I think there is a grain of truth. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because, like, I don't know, maybe do you think they cheat because they're jealous? And they don't, maybe they, they don't believe that their partner's not cheating, so they're like, I'm going to make sure that I'm going out and going to cheat mm. so that I don't lose out for when this all explodes. So then in that case, do you think an open relationship is a good solution I think it could be if you're in the right place in your relationship for it if you're stable if you're happy if you've got like decent jobs you're not worrying about like all those little things like money and responsibilities and all that sort of stuff and you've got the ability to like be with one person but then be able to open that up to other people and if you're not like because you can't expect one person to do everything you can't expect like the person that you're a partner with to just provide everything for you to be there for like every single element of your life. And if someone doesn't want to do something, like say if it's like sexual stuff, if they don't want to do that, you can't be like dem like forcing them to do that shit. So if you're in a place in your relationship where you're stable enough and then you want to be able to go out and find this sort of, like these extras from other people, whether it's extra attention, different stuff you want to do in the bedroom or just like just having another intimate like <laughs> relationship with someone else what is this bedroom stuff that you're obsessed well, because with? it's like you know if someone doesn't want to do something in the bedroom you're not going to force what them to do this it stuff? 
<laughs> I'm not going to go into details about? because you're the one who's going to get embarrassed about it. Oh, I don't get embarrassed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is a lie. That is just a barefaced lie. It's not a lie. I have no shame. Let's be real. <laughs> Shameless. But my point being, no one single person can give you everything that is required to make you feel like, you know, emotionally stable, like everything. So like, why should you expect that one person to do everything for you? Hmm. See, yes, I would like five boyfriends. <laughs> but then it gets into the territory of being messy. Then how do you control that? Um, what do you mean? What if they don't know about each other? Well, do they know about each other? Do they know that you're in an open relationship, but they don't know who with? Do they think that you're just seeing them? How See, are you seeing it's it? it's so complicated. And how would you ever have time? I feel like one person is enough of a headache. If you have two people on the go, I mean, that is a lot to deal with. You know? But like, let's talk about like what we did for a minute and then talk about like the rules that we set around that. Because I think that was quite important. It was trying to understand how to do this in practice. I do not even believe what we did was real. It was just, you know. Yeah, oh. it was in. So let's like set the stage for it. It was okay, like the go final on, go month. On, go on. The final month of us being together, we were just like, we had already had big arguments and discussions and stuff about this like months beforehand, and then I thought everything was fine. I was just like completely oblivious, just basically ignorant of like mm -hmm. what was going on and you weren't happy and then we talked about it more and we were just like why don't we just try doing like an open relationship obviously by this point the relationship had kind of reached its end and this was like the last dying breath like we said mm. but um then what i wanted from the open relationship was to be able to go and sleep with other people what you wanted from the open relationship was to have the attention of other people and like people to be interested in you and care for you and like more um more like polyamory than i don't know like multiple sexual partners mm -hmm. so then we set rules around it as well so it was like i remember we would have one night which was specifically like our day at night i think it was weekends was like our time like weekends wasn't when we went and met people um we started off by like First of all, we would always know when we were going out to see other people. So it wasn't like you would just sneak off for the evening and then I'd just be sat at home. So we'd try oh, and organize God. it when we were both out at the same time. It's so gross. It's so gross <laughs> thinking back to it because it's just like... Do you regret I it? am trapped in a situation and I'm going to pretend that I'm not trapped for one or two nights a week. Like... Is that how you felt? Sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> you've like, never talked to me about it like that before. Well, yeah, of course, because you know it's like that's there's a reason that it happened when it was all going to shit. It's like that would be my advice to anyone: is don't have an open relationship as a solution mm. to the problem. It should be a, an added thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'm wrong about that maybe it has saved relationships but not in this one in my opinion because I never actually wanted to be in open relationship I just wanted to get out <laughs> why you did know? you want to get out so bad? because um, it, 
had run its course. It was like, it's like when you squeeze an orange for juice and there's no juice left in the orange and you're still squeezing and there is no fucking juice. And you're still squeezing and you ram it against things and you grate it and you right, chop I, it up. I like the metaphor, but like be a bit more specific for the listeners. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's, you know. And by listeners, mm. I mean me. <laughs> the, 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 there's you, you know you're young and you're good looking and you have lots of potential and you've been with someone and you've been on adventures and you've done everything and it's all so great and wonderful and running so smoothly and then you have bumps in the road but not the type of bumps that you want it's like it's natural to go and see things and be with other people and and you just get sick of each other i tell you i tell you you do like you you're in a relationship long enough you get fucking sick and tired of that other person you're like jesus christ you again every morning <laughs> so it got to a point where i was bringing that tea and you were just like fuck he's still here <laughs> still fucking here every fucking morning and i'm sure you felt the same maybe not in the same way but you probably had your own like uh problems with me yeah absolutely go on then like what <laughs> i mean that's why like when it came to the open relationship i got quite excited about the idea of sleeping with other people because i was like i want to experience different things with different people and see what i'm missing out on because that was i yeah. think that was a major thing for the end of our relationship was like we both felt like we were missing out on other people because we were both young we're both attractive and we're both like why are we why are we just sticking to each other what's going on yeah that's what it is that's what it is i feel like that's that's the thing with monogamy for a lot of people as well as they feel like they just need to hold it together they need to just stick it together even if it doesn't feel right because that's the relationship that they're expected to be in and if they were to give it up they would then have to go and try and find someone else who's at least as good as that last person was at the start or better and then do it all again and stick with someone and hopefully if they stick it out that time it's enough or it's good enough before they die <laughs> got a bit morbid there yeah i mean i i afterwards you know some of the people i went out with one of them was in an open relationship mm. um and uh, he told me on the first day he said i you know i really like you it's a fucking 14 hour long date because you know me, I'll stay out till 6am with the boys. And he was like, you know, I really You sounded like, like an old woman telling a story from years ago. Oh, uh, I would stay out with the boys. Back in the day, the boys and I were running through fields of wheat. <laughs> um, like Theresa May. So, so uh, then he was like, yeah, I really like you. And uh, fucking... I just need to tell you, I've got a girlfriend, but we're in an open relationship. So if that bothers you, you know, you need to let me know. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. That's totally fine. And um, yeah. uh, they've broken up now. So I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Not because of me, oh, unfortunately. But I mean, like there is a couple that we know who have stayed together for years now. And they've had an open relationship. I don't know if it's closed now. I don't know whether that ran its course, but like they're still together. 
and they did an open relationship for a long time and they seemed happy with it. So, I mean, it is possible to actually do these sorts of things if you're in a position to be able to do it. But I guess for a lot of people, you're never in that position. I'm too jealous. Mm. I cannot. In fact, I would rather not commit myself to anyone ever again than be in a relationship and be committed or be in an open relationship. I'd rather be single. Than even in a committed forever. relationship. Yeah, because I don't want another committed one because then you just get into a situation where you owe each other stuff. Mm. And it's it, that's the worst it thing for me about monogamy. The spark is gone. Yeah, you it was know? like... I was listening to an episode of that podcast, um, What Do We Do Now? with Esther Perel. And she was mm. uh, talking to this couple who were like married. And once they got married, that was when they like stopped having sex. And it was because beforehand, there was all this element of danger and risk and all this sort of stuff that was involved in their relationship. And that's what made it exciting. And it was that moment that suddenly now it's really official. There's nothing that can be done really to break you up unless you go and get a divorce and go through this big horrible procedure. So it's like now all of that excitement has disappeared because now there's no danger about it. There's no, you know, adrenaline fueled adventures that they're going on. It's just like you're married now. That's it. You're together. Do you want, so what do you want now? Do you want a wife and stuff? I don't think I would ever get married. Unless like, another... unless it was like some major deal breaker and I was like, and you know, we were incredibly happy or something. But even then I'd, I'd be like, why is it a deal breaker? Like, why does, why does that have to happen? Cause like you can be together for a long time and not need to get married. But um, yeah, I don't want anything. I don't know what I want because I'm a serial monogamist. Like I have just been constantly jumping from relationship to relationship. And then since our breakup has been the longest time, I think since I was like 14, since I've been single. So now I'm just thinking like, well, do I want to be in another relationship or do I just want to like meet people? Because I think some, some point down the future, I think I'd probably be in a monogamous relationship again. I do want kids at some point, but uh, right now, no. But there's a lot of people who are looking for really serious stuff right now. Like a lot of people in their 20s who feel like they're like running out of time to find someone. No, look, you know, we're all gonna die. And whether you die next to some fucking git that you've spent your whole <laughs> fucking life with or your last 10 years with, or whether you die alone, you're gonna rot in the ground regardless so wow. just kind of like see just, how you go just enjoy it and enjoy the heartbreak and enjoy the lack of closure and enjoy the mess and the fun and the adventure and the risk and uh you know just relax like we don't matter anyway do we really wow you are on a different level of <laughs> like your mindset is somewhere completely different from me right now <laughs> it's like oh fuck it we're all gonna die anyway so just live your life in it <laughs> but um i feel like my mindset's changed a lot in the last week where now i'm just feeling like fuck it take more risks get into relationships 
enjoy yourself. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I'm not thinking I'm gonna die one day so it doesn't matter. I'm thinking like, if someone doesn't respond to that message, it's not the end of the world, move on. I'm thinking this one person has not responded to my message and it's been like 15 minutes and I'm freaking the fuck out. But Yeah, you've you been know. a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> we're, just, we're all gonna die anyway, it doesn't matter and you're freaking out because he hasn't responded in 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's probably been 20, more like 20 minutes. I mean, does that change much in the grand scheme no. of things? No. The five minutes? No. But what I'm saying is, you know, I don't know, it changes like the wind. You know, then there's this other person who I'm head over heels for, and it, were they here, I am sure I would be in a committed relationship with them. Um, so sometimes I'm like, yeah, mm. monogamy with the right person, here for it. But yeah, I Yeah, because you've talked about like, buying plane tickets, flying out there. Uh, uh, and... uh, 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 uh. <laughs> is, he, is he listening to this podcast? I don't know. He probably isn't. We don't know though, do we? So okay, just... well, I'll take that little bit out then. But you were Thank talking you. about like grand adventures and running away with this person and like yeah. properly like imagining the rest of your life with him. Mm-hmm. So you are also thinking of monogamy as well. Like, you've got eyes for no one else, really, but this guy, everyone else who's coming along is, like, interesting, they might be nice, they might be attractive, whatever. But at the end of the day, you keep coming back to this one guy. Because he's the yeah. one you actually want to be with. It's like that fairy tale mentality. Like, you're Prince Charming. He is very charming, and he does look like a prince. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> um, but, I, I, you know, the, 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 the thing is, yes, that's all well and good, but I know for a fact, let's say it works out and I'm with him and we're together. After a few years, there'll be someone else and then I'll leave him and then God knows what will happen. And then I'll be with the next guy for a few years and then that will go tits up and then there'll be someone else. And I just feel like it's just no one can ever really stick. Mm, but I don't think you can project that anxiety that you've had over the relationships you've had recently onto anything that happens in the future because you have no idea what's going to happen. It's so the idea anxiety. of thinking it's just going to be like this constant cycle, I think, is wrong. Because people can it break that cycle. It is going to be a constant cycle. Huh? What'd you say? People can break that cycle. Why? How? <laughs> this is like a debate between an optimist and a pessimist. Who's the pessimist? <laughs> Who do you think the one who says it's going to be like a constant cycle of like you'll get into a great relationship and it'll end and then you'll yeah, get into a great relationship and it'll end. It's like you're always thinking ends, of the end. Just because it doesn't just because it ends it doesn't mean it wasn't good. I can eat a whole plate of mac and cheese and just because it's not there anymore it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. You know? That's a good way to describe it. Your relationships are like mac and cheese. A nice big plate. If you had a never-ending plate of mac and cheese would you be satisfied? I'd have to go away for a bit, mm. come back to it, reheat it, add mm. some paprika every now and again. Bit I like of this bacon, analogy. You know, like, and then then I could keep it. Then maybe I could keep eating it. Maybe maybe that mac and cheese <laughs> might be the one for me if I'm allowed to uh, walk away from it from time to time. Mm. But that's also on the understanding that the mac and cheese isn't being changed by the other person as well. Because there's two people in that situation. Like, you can add stuff to it, you can step away from it, but what, what's the other person doing? 
That's what the problem is here. I can't have another monogamous relationship because I don't want to share. <laughs> You're sounding like Joey right now. But anyway, so like back to the concept of monogamy. Like monogamy is not natural. It's not like a natural phenomenon that humans have always been in monogamous relationships. Like for a long period of time, we weren't. And then we were because of hierarchical structures of society. So then it makes you think then it is possible that we can imagine a future society where there aren't monogamous relationships. But right now I feel like it's so grounded in every element of our culture that like this is the natural way to be, that it has to be, you know, a man and a woman and they have to be in love and all this sort of stuff and you have to raise that nuclear family. It's so built into the structures of our society that it's like impossible to shake off. Mm. Because I love the idea of having a polyamorous relationship or having an open relationship or all these different types of relationships that you can have. But I struggle myself to be able to do that. Like, I don't, I don't know whether I'd be able to do that. Because it adds, like, you know when you're getting into a relationship for the first time and it's exciting and you talk about all your history and you get to know each other and all that sort of stuff and then you settle into a relationship and you're happy and then you go off and you try and do that with someone else if your relationship's open or if your relationship's like polyamorous or whatever and you go off and you try and do some, that with someone else it can just be tiring and it can like bring anxiety and it's just like do you want to keep doing that with so many other people? My conclusion really is if you want to be in an open relationship I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with it and it might mm -hmm. work wonders and it might make you really happy. If you want to be in a polyamorous, whatever it is, I think different things happen for different people. If you're going to be monogamous, my only advice would be don't stop having sex. Don't mm. slow it down. Always change it up. Come in dressed as a cowgirl every now and again or like a school <laughs> teacher or something. Assless you know, chaps. Spice it up. Um and uh just 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 keep it alive really and it has to stay passionate start a fight mm. over the dishes see what happens you're obsessed with drama though you love starting a fight yeah but i think <laughs> the only thing that would keep me with someone is they would need to be as entertaining if not more entertaining than myself and maybe i'd stay yeah <laughs> and you touched there on like how because we've talked about how polyamorous relationships and open relationships are really difficult to maintain and you have to really work on it. But monogamous relationships also are incredibly difficult. Just because we mm. feel like it's the In natural way we're supposed to be, it doesn't mean it's easier or like you have to keep fighting for it and working on it and talking to each other. Because as soon as that communication breaks down, your eyes wander. That's Like you start point. looking for like that's why you know i was looking for stuff in other people and you were looking for stuff in other people at the end of ours was mm. because we weren't enjoying our relationship anymore we weren't really talking about it properly what until... the fuck were you looking for <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna put me on the spot like that ah. i was looking for someone that i didn't have to take care of Aww. because i felt like by the end of our relationship it definitely developed into a parent-child sort of feeling where <laughs> I was dealing yeah. with everything around the house with all sorts of like cooking, cleaning, all that sort of stuff. And you were very dependent on me for a lot of things. 
So then because of that, it breaks down that sexual attraction and you don't feel like you can really like do all these different things with someone who you then don't see as like an equal anymore. Mm, so then I was looking, point, yeah. I was trying to find that in other people to find people who I didn't see in that sort of dynamic. Yes. What were you looking for? Um, I think because it turned into that dynamic, you then became very serious, responsible mm. man. And so I was looking for somebody that was irresponsible and completely unserious mm. and just a uh, complete and utter mess. So mm. that I could, you know, I, I was looking for somebody that wasn't actually going to do everything I said and was going to put me in my place a little bit and say, fuck off, you do it yourself. Whereas yeah. you, you, you weren't able to do that. But on that point, I think we can kind of draw it to a bit of a conclusion now. Mm -hmm. I think we're reaching like the end of the podcast. I would definitely say like communication is key because mm -hmm. the breakdown at the end of our relationship, even though you were right, it had run its course. It was the end of the relationship anyway. It could have gone so much smoother and so much easier if we just talked openly about why it was that we were looking for things in other people mm. rather than just just problem solving. We were problem solving. We were trying to think, well, how can we make it like this? How can we do it more exciting? Rather than thinking, why are we actually wanting this? We weren't self-reflective enough. Mm. So I think you've got to be self-reflective. You've got to talk about it. Yeah. And I'd highly recommend listening to that podcast by Esther Perel. What do we do now? Okay, All right. You got any final things to say before we go? Final things to say. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, I think my final words today are, you know, stay safe, have a glass of wine, chill out, you know, stay in school, do some drugs, sell some drugs at school. I yeah, think don't that's do it, that. Really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't sell drugs at school. <laughs> it's funny because I was waiting for you to say your thing, and then I was going to end it just by saying bars, and then I was going to cut off the recording. But now I can't do that anymore at the end because no. you were like sell drugs at school. I don't think anyone that will be listening to us is, is probably still in school, so no one's going to hear that anyway. But anyway, tune in next time. We'll be talking about some other part of our relationship and how that relates to other relationships. Any questions? We'll probably... Any yeah, questions? Because in the first episode, it was based around a question that we got. This one was just more of a general conversation. But if you've got any questions, send them through to us. Um, if you're listening on, you can listen to this on any application. But if you're listening on Anchor FM, that's where you can drop a question in the little box or message us on Instagram. Yeah, underscore, underscore, S-A-B-Z-Z-Z, underscore, underscore, bruh. <laughs> and mine's simple, Anthony Hamilton Designs. Easy. All right, see you guys There's next no time. There's no bruh at the end of mine. Bye. <laughs>